Today's episode is brought to you by City Distilling. Distilled from 100% corn and gluten-free, City Street Vodka is the perfect complement to your favorite martini or cocktail. You belong to the city. Visit citydistilling.com or stop by 7600 State Road, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay, so we have a question from Amanda in Jersey. Um, Amanda wants to know, what are the best ways to get over somebody after a breakup? Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I mean, you hear, and honestly, I do agree to this to an extent, but you hear people say it all the time. The best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. That's literally the worst advice you can give anybody. Why? Because you're not getting over them. You're getting under them and you're just, you're just filling your mind right now. You need to sit in your sadness and figure out who did what, why you did it, what went wrong. How are you going to fix it? Was it you? Was it them? What do you want to do different next time? You're not just going to be like, oh, I'm just going to let this guy fuck my brains out. Yeah, that's a great first instinct, but that is not the option. Is to just, I mean, who doesn't want to get fucked all the time regardless? But that is not what you should be doing right out the gate. You're not going to get over anybody by fucking someone else. I agree to an extent, but I also disagree. Um, I think that, I think that, the best thing after a breakup is a distraction. I think that there is something to be said about being distracted after a breakup. Go for a fucking jog. I, there's multiple ways to Meditate, be distracted. Masturbate. Listen to music. Yeah. I, mean, I, give, I give those <laughs> advice all the time. To me. <laughs> um, but... No, I, I do think that there is some truth to that. Like, getting under somebody else, so having sex with somebody else is definitely something that distracts you. It, 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 it enables you to get past it. Now, don't get me wrong. You still have to get over the breakup. And I don't think that that's getting over it. I don't think that that's dealing with it. So to your point, yes, you have to take the deep dive. You have to actually figure out things and go from there. But I do think that there is something to be said to getting under somebody else. It, it, it gets your mind off of that specific breakup, and it it helps you to an extent. I I don't I don't agree with that. But so, I can't say that you're not. I didn't do it. Well, did I don't you do agree it? with it. But I with I, you I did it. With you, yes. I was like, yeah. I'm fucking everything in sight. We like we literally broke up, and you still fucking lived with me, and you were already on all the apps. Yeah, and I was you, fucking people behind your back, not behind your back, but like it wasn't behind my back. While living in the same house, right? Which was fucking weird. It's fucking weird. Yeah, and you and lied about it. Like, Why were you asking me about it? I wasn't Are asking you, you about it. I was just casual fucking conversation. I don't want to be in another one. First, off. do it again and again. First, we're not doing off. that. First off. You made this big fucking thing about, well, you're fucking him and you're doing this and blah, 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 blah. You went on this whole fucking spiel. But meanwhile, you were being a hypocrite because you always are. And you were just fucking people. But it didn't matter because we were broken up. So it literally didn't matter. But for some reason, it mattered to you. To me? Yeah. It mattered to you if I was fucking somebody. Yeah, because I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> 
I don't remember the situation you're talking about. You were literally on all the fucking apps. You had never even been on the apps before because they weren't around when we were together. Yes, they were. They were around when I was a bartender at that job. You had never been on Grindr. Because I didn't have Apple. Exactly. So were you on all of those? Were you on any of them before? Because Scruff wasn't around. You weren't on any of them. Correct. But... I mean, you were on Grinder when we were together. Exactly. For at a the purpose. end, because you wanted to. We had a purpose. Anyway. But no, I was not on any of that. You were but so quick on... to get it. Yeah, because, like, where else do you find somebody? I mean, there's lots of ways to find somebody, but what was the reason that you got on the apps? For attention. The same reason I'm on them now. For attention and to distract you and get to my get over me. flooded with semen. Absolutely, but also to help get you over me, correct? I guess, yeah. Okay, and did it help to an extent? Thank God you said extent. Yes, I guess it did help to an extent. It helped in that moment. Ultimately, you ended up... No, because sometimes in that moment, I was like, Andrew would have done this better. Andrew would have done this different. So no, in the beginning, it didn't help. If I'm being serious. Because I was like, oh, I could have been done already, or oh, I could have, like, you know... I mean, because we knew the nuances of things and it would have been sooner. So, here's my advice. So, I think that battling a breakup is the same thing as battling grief, in my mind. So, there's the stages of grief, right? So, the five stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and then finally acceptance. And I think all of them have to be gone through before you can move on. Would you agree with that? Yeah, because I've, I, yeah, to some degree, but let's, what's so the first one? Initially, it's denial. So you're, you're denying the fact that you broke up. You're denying the fact that things happened the way that they happened. Yeah, this is not whatever. it. Yeah. Right. You, you're, you're finding excuses. You're, you know, oh, it's fine. We'll get back together. Oh, like, whatever. Like, it's just, it's just denying the situation happened, right? Okay. The second one is anger. So then you're fucking pissed off about it. You're pissed off that you broke up, regardless of what it is. If it was the other person's fault, you fucking blame them and you hate them. And you're angry at them because they cheated on you, they lied to you, they did something stupid. Whatever the case may be, you are angry about the situation. Or you're angry at yourself because you cheated, you lied, you did something wrong. So one way or another, you're angry about the situation because it led to the breakup. It led to where you're at. Right? I agree. Okay. The third one is bargaining. So bargaining is trying to do the whys, right? Well, they only cheated on me because... They're trash. (laughs) There's no bargaining cheating. You're fucking garbage. They cheated on me because, you know, they're a sex addict or because that other person fed into it or, you know, it was just the wrong circumstances or something. All right, so those were... Maybe your bargaining things, but what were mine? I don't have any. Yes, you would make excuses for me. Why Why did we break up? Because you're trash. Why did we break up? Not, not seriously, why did we break up? What were you telling yourself why we broke up? 
What were you telling yourself in the I moment? honestly do not remember. I'm not even going to lie to your face. Okay. So people make excuses for the other person. They make excuses for the situation. You know, they're bargaining to figure it out. You know, I, I can say that I've done that multiple times. Like, oh, well, it probably happened because of this. And, you know, well, maybe if this. And, you know, it's trying to figure out, right? Do you think we bargain because we don't realize our self-worth? I think that there's some truth to that. I think I am bargaining with shit anymore. I legit am not. I think we bargain because we don't want to accept. I, I think that that ultimately is what it is. We bargain because we want to figure out the why. We want to. We want to try to make an excuse for. We kind of want to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. Like we bargain because we. We just don't want to accept it. And you're saying we're di- we're in this version of acceptance through sex and distraction. No, hold on. We're not getting there. Pause. So, so, but, all right, I'll wait till the end. No. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, this is a different thing. This is different. It's not. You'll see. Go okay. Ahead. So then the fourth one is depression. So then after you are angry about it, after you denied it, after you tried to figure out why, like now you're starting to just get sad about it. You know, you miss that person. You're upset. You know, you're you're starting to feel it, right? You know, that person hasn't been here for days, weeks, months, however yes. long this might go. Um, and you're you're sad. You you know, you you're now missing that, right? Sure. And then you finally accept it. <laughs> you, fi- you finally accept that you broke up, that there's a reason that you broke up, whatever that reason may be, and you accept that it it's over. It's done. And I think that just like we talk about anything else, it's not lateral, right? And the stages might not come exactly in those orders, and they might, you might backtrack. You might, you know, get to the depression stage, and then all of a sudden you're angry again. Or you get to the bargaining stage, and then you're like put back in denial. Yeah, you ping pong a lot. Yeah. You're coming in that way. I did a lot of that. <laughs> right, right. You know, you're you're really sad about it, then you're angry about it, then you're sad about it again. Then you're like, fuck this. Like, there's there's a lot of different back and forth until where you finally part get to where the you think about the good things about that person falling to that though. Because I don't probably the bargaining. I don't ever want to hate anybody. That's probably either the bargaining standpoint where you're like, well, they are actually a good person. You know, they probably didn't really want to hurt me. Like you're trying to make excuses for them. Like you're you're thinking about the good things about them, which is trying to overcome the bad things. But you're not accepting the bad things for what they were. But eventually you have to accept. And I... Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, please. I think that it's really important that you sit in every one of these stages. You have to go through every one of these stages. You have to be sad about it. You have to be angry about it. You have to go through the situations because if you're if you're ever right out of the bat, like you break up and you're like, I accept it for what it is. I'm fine. The fuck you did. The fuck you did. You're going to be crying did. while you're sucking on a dick. Right. Yeah. 
you are going to come back to it. You are absolutely going to come back to it. You're absolutely going to be depressed. I've literally, I, I mean, okay, let's talk about your situation. You broke up with What's your done? your last ex. Okay. You broke up with your ex how long ago? Almost a year. Okay, so almost a year ago. Do you ever still get sad? All the time. Right. Do you ever still get angry? No. Because I'm in therapy. <laughs> you no, don't ever. Really don't. I don't. You don't ever get angry with yourself. You're like. No, I'm just like you're. I guess it's and that's not really anger, but I'm like you, it's your fault. Sit in it. You're an idiot. I'm not, but it's not anger. Okay. That like I'm fully accepted. It's all my fault. I have right. fully accepted that. And you accepted that it's done. It's over. The relationship is gone. It's done. I can't say I've accepted all of that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I'm okay. not going to lie. Okay, no, fair. I can't. I don't know. But maybe that's where my denial and bargaining is coming in. Absolutely. So maybe you're bringing all these things to light. Because when we first talked about it, I was thinking of us. And I was just like, nah. Because I was like, this situation seems different. Okay, you know well, saying? we'll get into us in a second. Let's, let's finish talking about Go your on. last relationship. Okay. Which... To hear you say it is the best relationship you've ever been in, the best person that's ever been in your life. No, I mean, I totally agree. My last relationship was better than our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but, you know, anyway, regardless. So, for me, like, I literally, like, last week, I went into this fucking depression episode. Like, where I literally missed him. So much. Something triggered it. And if I really think about it, I could probably figure out what triggered it. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what triggered it. I accept it that I was depressed and that I was sad about the situation and that I missed him. And I dealt with that. And I felt that. And I sat in it until I couldn't anymore. You know what I mean? Did you put on certain music? I always put on music and like just cry. Um, like, I'll just drive around like... <laughs> just... <laughs> wherever i gotta go like i don't I know i don't know that i purposely put on music but there were definitely songs that during that time made me feel a certain way um, you know why what do you mean because life has a sound oh god yes. i always say yeah no i mean totally totally i mean there was definitely there was a song that i had that i had heard recently that like totally put me in my fucking feels like, totally, I was, like, sad about it. Um, and I sent it to a friend that's going through a breakup, and I was like, do you want to cry? And I sent it to her, specifically. Let me ruin your day, too. <laughs> that's so mean. No, Maybe but, she was having a good day, and she just fucking ruined it. No, it is good to cry. I it's agree. good but to go through these stages. <laughs> and you know what? She said, I don't want to cry right now, so I'm not going to listen. That's See? exactly what she said. Go for her. You're but, a strong, independent woman. Go for you. <laughs> but besides the point, that song I did listen to when we initially broke up, and it really, like, it connected it, and it did make me feel that. And yeah, music does mean a lot. It means a lot to me. And I know it means a lot to you. Like we've talked about this multiple times before. Um, but yeah, absolutely. One of my people the other day were like, how are you such a happy person? But all you listen to is sad music. <laughs> I said, I don't know. I think it just like hypes me up. I think it just makes me realize all that I've overcome <laughs> to get to back to like my perfect, amazing self. That like, I don't know. 
I don't know. Because I still listen. I still, to this day, love sad music. We literally... doesn't make me sad. It's weird. We literally, right before recording this episode, went to the, went to the liquor store <laughs> and drove back here. And you said, can you put on some hype music? And I put on some upbeat music. And I, I said, you're like, no, I don't want to listen to this. I was like, well, what's hype music to you? And you're like, sad songs. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fucking weirdo, but <laughs> I don't know. I just always love because it's real. Sad music is just real. Yeah. I mean I like real. I mean we could go, I could fucking like I am so passionate about music in general. I literally have a fucking tattoo on my arm that says where words fail, music speaks, like fucking music notes, like all kinds of stuff. Music means so much to me. I could literally go on a a, a passionate tangent about music music I could, means a lot to a lot of people i don't think they realize how much it means to them yeah they're going through shit whether you're going through shit or not you can link music to an experience in your life you can feel music like think about like even just what makes you happy like a lot of people link feeling happiness to music like oh i love going out to the club i love dancing with my friends i love whatever and you can link it to music easily have you ever masturbated to music? <laughs> um, so. <laughs> sure have. You're so weird. So, so um, funny story. So, usually, um, music completely throws me off. Like when I'm when I'm listening to music, I I usually can't like I can't have sex to music because I either want to I either want to stick to the rhythm of the song, that, which yeah, that just, I'm, <laughs> I'm sucked into a music. <laughs> I'm like, look at this stuff. <laughs> no, yeah, you can't. Miss, I'm sucked into a lot of music, so I get what you're saying. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> but there's actually one song. That I can think of off the top of my head. There, there might, there might be a couple more. Please but there's, don't ruin this song for me. There's one song that I can think of off the top of my head <laughs> that like super turns me on, so and weird. I have masturbated. Yeah, I have to jerk off every time it comes up. <laughs> not, not to that extreme. Dude, but the way I, the boys are listening, so you better give them. The exact song because the moment no, um, you speak of this song, they're gonna download it, and I can think of one man specifically that's gonna download this song. Wait, did you <laughs> I was, I was. He's gonna download it and be like, "I played this song. This is my favorite song." And you're just gonna be like in his living room, jerking <laughs> off. Go ahead. What is it? I feel like I should know who you're talking about, but I don't know who you're talking about. But let me tell you the story. So I have jerked off to the song a couple times. And it was... <laughs> Not a couple times? And it was completely random. Like, it just came on. But the one time, I was like... Was I was public? Yes. So the one time, I was like, <laughs> maybe like 19 years old, 18 years old. I don't know. I was driving. How old is this song? And I literally pulled over on the yeah, side of the road. <laughs> no, no. And I pulled over on the side of the road in like a neighborhood. And in my car, I jerked off. That is so weird. Why is that weird? But anyway. From a song? I so, wish I had a song. I played all day long. The song is. Boys, listen up. <laughs> the song is Back 
F A C K by Eminem. I don't know that. Do you know the song? Give me like a snippet. You sing it. Like, what are some of the words? Alright, hit, hit pause. You just jerk off to that? So he talks about like, he's like, I'm gonna fucking and... come, I'm gonna fucking come. Like, he literally says that. He talks about putting a gerbil up his ass. Like, you got it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, you've yeah, never heard the song? This is all the right thing. No. Well, I also. I would rather jerk off to mom's spaghetti, knees beat, arms are sweaty, whatever the fuck you. <laughs> I'd rather jerk off in a bowl of pasta than a gerbil in my ass. Have you ever had a gerbil in your ass? Actually. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's weird. Why do people... Did you kill it? No, you put a tube up your ass. What? And then they crawl so in the tube. So it crawls in and out like, it, like you have it attached to a house? And it like moves house? around. I don't know. I've never done it. But I'm just... <laughs> it was apparently a big thing. But... I don't know. I also, I used to have, like, a big crush on Eminem when I was younger as well. Got it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. But. It's your traffic song. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in traffic crying. You're, you're crying to sad songs. I'm fucking masturbating. No, I'm, I'm all hungry because of sad songs. <laughs> you weirdos. Why are we so demented? I've jerked off in traffic multiple times. I've no, I've, I'm pretty sure I've been there. <laughs> oh no, that was different. When we were coming home from the shore. Oh god, <laughs> that was different. You made me jerk off. <laughs> Whatever. Regardless, that was early on too. Remember? Yes, I do remember. I told everybody about that. Did you know that? <laughs> but yes. Um. So how did we get on that? How did we get to talking about jerking off to music? Because you're a sicko. You just want to talk about yourself. You're like me now. No. I don't remember, honestly. Well, how do we get over people? So how do you I get really, over me? Well, I thought the initial thing was just suck every dick in the neighborhood. And then it wasn't. And then... But in hindsight, in hindsight, for real, did it help a little bit? It distracted me. So yes, the distraction is help. Yes, I'm not going to disagree with you. Okay, but I'm going to disagree to say that, like it's what we should do. Like I don't want anybody to do that. I don't think that that's going to ultimately fully get you over the person. Absolutely. Yeah, but I would rather have fast forwarded and just sat in all my like sadness and ugliness and ugly crying and. But do you think that you could have gotten there without doing that first? Yes, absolutely. I love being sad. I love crying. I have no. Hiccups about who I am, like now. Okay. And I think the more it happens, the better you get at it, which is not better. But like the second time around was weird because it wasn't, and I thought it was going to be easier, and it wasn't. It was harder. And I was like, why is it harder this time? And this is going to play into your fucking your thing, and I hate that. Is it because I wasn't fucking sucking all the dicks this time? Maybe. That it was harder to get over? Maybe. I don't know. But that's not what I want to do this time. Maybe. So, I wait. I want to get back to that question no, first. Don't talk about me now. But well, it's not talking about you. You're the one that's talking. But before we get there, do do you think that 
your last relationship was a rebound relationship from me. People have asked me that before. I don't, I truly don't think that. Why? That's a really long rebound. One. Like because you guys were together so long? Yes. Okay. Which I'm not saying a rebound can't be long. Yeah. But I really don't think so. Because there was like dabbles in between and experiences that I tried other things between. One was like that big gross monster, which <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. So do you think that the guys in between were rebounds. Absolutely. Do you think that if you didn't have those rebounds and you went right into another relationship, that would have hindered that relationship? Honestly, I have no idea. I'm sure. I think that there's truth behind... I'm sure even going through those rebounds, it still left me with some sort of hindrance into my next relationship. I mean, Which yeah. Which is why I am where I am in my next relationship, because I... Still blame you from the abandonment issue. Whatever. I'm if we're being serious, you. it's keep, not whatever. Keep bringing that back up. No. <laughs> if we're being serious, yes. Um, but no, I mean, I think that I think that there there's a reason that we call them rebound relationships, or that we call them rebounds, right? I think that there is truth to be said that sometimes a rebound is a way for you to get over another relationship, and it helps get you over that relationship, and get you prepared for another relationship. Do I think that that's the only way to do it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, th I think that sometimes you can, uh, dependent upon the person, dependent upon the situation, dependent upon the circumstance, all kinds of things, some people need to just sit in themselves and learn themselves before moving on. Some people are fully over the relationship before the relationship ends. Which is devastating and sad. But... There, there's lots of There's lots of different avenues that it could go on. But sometimes having that rebound and sleeping with somebody else helps you to get past that relationship. It helps you to feel better about yourself. Like, fuck, I, I can still give it to somebody else. I can still, you know, make somebody else feel good. I can still, whatever it is that you're feeling, you know, you might have broken up with your last relationship because, you know, you felt like, that person didn't see you anymore, that that person didn't love you anymore, that that person wasn't attracted to you anymore. And you can easily find somebody that they fucking are calling you gorgeous and sexy and, you know, they put it in and come right away because whatever the case may be. And that's going to make you feel good and that's going to make you get over that relationship quicker. I mean, you're not wrong. So, I do think that there's some truth to getting over somebody by getting under somebody else. Do I say a rebound? But, yes. But, do I still think that regardless of whether you rebound or not, you still have to go through all of those stages? Yes. You have to have that anger. Whether it be at you, them, both of you, the circumstance, the situation... Society in general, whatever the reason was, you have to be fucking angry about it. You have to be sad about it. You have to sit in that. You have to feel that in order to fully move on. Yes. So is your rebound there to help you through those stages? Is it, that what you would say? No, not necessarily. It depends on the situation. If you broke up because... I, I don't know. If, if you broke up because you... I don't fucking know. 
So for your instance, not to bring you up all the time, was your last instance when you got back together was like are you or was your rebound a rebound for themselves? No, I dated people in between. There was people in between? Yeah. Okay. So, all right, we can get back to your question of how did I get over you? Is that what you want to I just want to I just want to hear how great I am. Well, you're not going to. Yeah, you're you're probably not going to be happy with my response. Let's hear it. I think I accepted our breakup before we broke up. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. You for you, yes. yes. I think that when we broke up, when we were over, I had already knew that we were over before you knew we were over. Before we actually went through the full breakup, I had already accepted it myself. Why'd you wait so long to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why couldn't you tell me sooner? Well, you can't. You can't sit here and say that there weren't signs before that. That there wasn't things that I brought to your attention. There wasn't things that I said like, "Hey, you know, I need to work on this. I need to break up. I need to take a break." Like there were things. There were signs. There were things that I brought to your attention prior to us actually breaking up. Was there not? I'm not going to say you're wrong. Okay. But, you know, for for that situation, I had already accepted it before. And when we broke up, did I get under somebody right away? Mm, yeah, kind of. Let's be honest. Yeah, because I put them on your lap. Well, true. <laughs> true. Um, but that also ended up being a relationship as well. And in hindsight, was that a rebound? Maybe. Maybe you to an extent. Thank me. Thank you. Thank You're you welcome. so much. I appreciate it. What am I thanking you for? Introducing me to that person? Yeah. Bringing that person into my life? Yes, you're welcome. I mean, I I do thank you to a certain extent, but I also fucking hate you for it because it didn't end out well very well. <laughs> As it shouldn't have. You deserve what you got. Whatever. We all do. Um, Everything is happening to us for a reason. Absolutely. I totally 100% agree with that. I, th I think that everything happens for a reason. And, you know, I'm happy with where I'm at today. Am I happy with how I got here? Maybe not. Certain circumstances, maybe not. But nevertheless, the things happen for a reason. And I'm happy that they did or else I wouldn't be where I am. Agreed. And I wouldn't have this trauma that makes me funny. <laughs> this trauma what makes us all funny, though. Yeah. Like, because we all are like hiding, but not hiding behind the trauma, but using it <laughs> as leverage to be funny. That's why comedians are so funny. I've definitely. Comedians are speaking to like real life shit. Yeah. That they went through. I and think that you can I'm agree. I'm talking. Stop it. And people can relate to it, which is why it's so funny. When you can hit someone at their core with a joke that is like bluntly honest and they laugh because they want to cry, <laughs> that is what comedy is. And that's why we're going to be so great. I think you would agree in saying that I've become more funny. I'm funnier now than I was three I would not years agree ago. With that. I was funnier three years ago. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you are funnier. Because I've gone through trauma. <laughs> As you should have. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> but. Anyway. Um. <laughs> So let's get back to the question. Um, so you think that the best way to get over somebody is what? 
How do you get over somebody? I mean, my first route or my second route. Both routes work. Not really, my second route's not working. So I guess I have to agree with you. Like, get under someone. Suck all the dicks. Distract yourself. But then go through all those phases. Because this time I'm not doing that slutty phase, because that's not what I want to do. Okay, so... And I feel like there's like a weird connection still. So maybe not do that. I don't know. I have no idea. Don't ask me for advice on this because I fucking have no idea. Guys, <laughs> just ask Andrew for advice on this because he's an expert. I'm an expert? Why am I an expert? I don't know. You have the answers. I don't have any answers on this one. I think... And I know as soon as I start saying this, you're going to chime right in and you're going to be like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think... The best thing for you and I getting over one another was the lack of communication. No, we said that very on the podcast. Yes. That was the best thing that happened to us. That was the best fucking thing was you have to remove them from your life. I think that people try to hold on for way too long. The relationship ends and they try to hold on to things, whether it be photos, memories, Things in your house or your apartment or whatever that remind you of them, pictures of one another, gifts that they gave you, whatever the case may be. And all that does is make it harder to get over them. So you're saying get rid of all of that. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm not saying fucking burn it in the backyard. No. Like, by all means, like, if you can, sure. <laughs> Why well, you gotta bring it up all the time? Why? You have to bring it up. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Um, but no, like when we broke up, there were pictures and stuff that I burned. Like, because it was like, it was like a little relieving. Like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe, maybe cut them up. Maybe throw them out. You don't have to light it on fire. Like nobody's saying everything has to go on fire. But. But it doesn't help. Fire? Fire, fire. doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not doing this. <laughs> No, but I do think that there's something to be said. So, yes, you need to draw the line and you need to have that separation and you need to actually cut that person out of your life. Because if they are continuing to be there, if there's still communication, that's just bringing feelings back up. That's making you like you're not able to get over that person because that person is still right there in your fucking face. Yeah. The best thing that happened. For you and I, and for me and my other relationship, and I don't know if you can say this about you and your other relationship, but was the lack of communication. Because if I saw that person a lot, if I still communicated with that person, it's making it more difficult for me to get over that person. I can say that about Mac, because that is the reason he had to cut ties. Yes. is because he would feel these emotions of love and anger, and he was happy and sad and frustrated. So... He had to unfollow me, like everything, which I respect. And since then, I, we have talked since, and he has said he is no longer mad. So I think that is my biggest piece of advice then. Yeah. Do not talk to that fucking person for as long as you possibly can. Right. And avoid putting yourself in situations where you're going to run into the person, you're going to see the person, you're going to have to talk to the person. Avoid seeing people that talk to that person that are going to be like, hey, have you talked to? Uh -huh. Or, like, bring up that person. Like, that's that's not fair to you. Like, either, that yeah. doesn't help. You're self-sabotaging at that point. Right. Like, you know, there was a mutual friend of you and I where 
every time I saw this person, they would bring you up. And I literally, I had to come to a point where I was like, listen, like, I don't want to talk about Ryan anymore. I don't like no offense to you, no offense to the situation, like whatever. But like, it's just, it's not helping me. And you have to find that boundary and you have to, you have to do it. And sometimes, unfortunately, you know, there were a lot of friends that you and I had together or like your family was my family. You know what I mean? But I had to cut out the things that were going to remind me of you or else it was just going to make it harder for me. So I think that there, like that has to be done. You have to cut out things that are going to make it harder for you. I agree. Having gone through it twice and being on the side of not talking and realizing how much it helped, that is my biggest piece of advice. Yeah. But there also, you have to be able to climb that obstacle as well. And you have to be able to deal with it when it occurs too. Because let's be honest, I mean, chances are when you're in a relationship, you probably live close to the person. You were just in a long-term relationship with them. You probably live in the same town or neighboring towns or whatever the case may be. You probably shared friends. You probably shared a lot of things. You might go to the same grocery store. You might run into this person. You might hear about this person, see something on social media about this person. And it's important that you take those strides and those hurdles when they occur. You know, yes, you need to cut them out. And yes, you need to cut the situations out to better yourself, but you also have to deal with those challenges when they arise as well. Because it's going to happen one yeah. way or another. But, but isn't it weird that it didn't happen with us? Oh, yeah. I mean... Same barber, same supermarket, same... Yeah. I mean, you and I never once, ran into one another. Once. No. I mean, universe. we also, like, we did share people and stuff that, like, you know, I'm sure... Somebody brought my name up every Everyone now and again. Everyone shares sides when they like, thought they had to. Right. Like, I'm sure, like, people brought your name up every once in a while. Like, things occurred once in a while. Like, I saw things about you on social media once in a while. Like, there were things. But it was still the biggest piece of disconnect was what helped the most. Yeah. So, to sum it up, what what is your sum up? Don't talk to people. That's it. Like, literally, talking through this, that is the only thing that has helped, was the disconnect. Okay. I think my sum up, my advice is, I do think that finding somebody else, or having sex with somebody else, or distracting yourself with somebody else is helpful. It's not the answer. It's not the end-all, be-all. It's not what's going to long-term get you over that person. but immediately get you over that person. I think that it is good. I, I I don't think that it's unhealthy. I wouldn't say it's the healthiest, but I wouldn't say it's unhealthy. Um, And then go through all the stages. Literally sit in it, feel it, feel every feeling, every feeling imaginable, and accept it. Accept that it's done. Accept that it's over. And then you can move on. So what are the five levels again? Say it again. So the five. So I want you to say them, and then so say the stage, and then I'm going to say what to do after or during it. Denial. Suck a dick. Anger. Suck another dick. 
Bargaining. Suck more dick. <laughs> Depression. Suck a dick while you're sad. <laughs> and acceptance. Acceptance. You sucked a lot of dick. <laughs> no, but really, like, you're not wrong with the distraction of getting under someone, but, like, I'm still going to go back to it now that we talked about it. It's the, it's the biggest piece. And I'm grateful for it. It sucks. It sucks majorly to go from, like, every day to nothing. But it really does I think that distraction is good if it's a healthy distraction. (laughs) And I think that a distraction helps in the long run, but it's not the end all. It's literally a distraction. If you look up the the description of a distraction, you know what it is. I mean, we can call it dickstraction (laughs) if that would make you feel better. (laughs) We all need a (laughs) dickstraction. Anyway, so. All right, Amanda. Well, that was our advice for you. Suck all the dicks. <laughs> um, Wait, is she straight? Does she suck dick? Yeah. Okay. She is straight. Eat all the clams, suck all the dicks. Whatever you do, Amanda. Enjoy your life. <laughs> Just disconnect from them and suck new dick and eat new clams. See you next Tuesday. See ya.